We interrupt this program to bring you a quick word from our sponsor. Whether you have music, business, product, anything you want to come and advertise, I'm telling you all you have to do is go to Official Kwame on Twitter or Instagram. My email is there for you. Just shoot me an email. Let's talk business. Whether you have FNB, Stambik, American Express, Absa, Echo Bank, PayPal, Cash App, E-Wallets, Momo, OnlyFans, I dare for you. Just bank the transfer as in transfer the bank and we shall do business. Okay, let's start the show. You get young, say when you suck, say your V lips get glossy. You my main, my dessert, and my entree to infinity and Beyonce. But then yash and Nicki Minaj. It's big, big, big like what, 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 what? I said in Yash and Nicki Minaj. It's big, big, big like iPhone 10 Plus. I am. y'all grab your cups and get ready to discuss can we talk can we talk hallelujah holla back culture kids welcome to another episode of can we talk the podcast where we celebrate and critique the best in Afrobeats. we do this every saturday because saturdays are for who me k-w-a-m-e that is official kwame aka kwame kardashian and i am a pan-african entertainer curator entrepreneur um from Botswana. I mean, I'm Ghanaian, Tanzanian, but I was born and raised in Botswana. But that's not what we're here to talk about. And shall we get into the show? Gotta say a special shout out to my good friend, model, actress, singer, influencer, and friend, Nature Inger, aka the queen of TikTok, um, who said I should give you guys this little bit of disclaimer, all right? So... Before we get into the rest of the show, there are other parts that I have to Can We Talk, the podcast that help you just take over your life and just listen to music and just get with the vibes, boy. So if you want jams for enjoyment, you have to check out The Mix List by ADDJ and myself. I tell you guys every damn week, I don't know why you ain't listening already when the link is in my Instagram for you, okay? All you have to do is follow my Instagram, that is artificialkwami. It's a little highlight over there. It's called The Mix List. It is one hour of straight jams back to back. Just plug in and play. You got it? We'll talk about this again a little bit later because it seems like y'all don't know. Also, for Apple Music users, I have created and curated a playlist called The Playlist that is 10 of the hottest tracks that you need right now. All of this available on my Instagram, that is at officialquami, or I tweet about it too, which is also officialquami. Duh. Anyway, so we have a new segment, guys. Shout out to everybody that's been showing me love on this segment. Now, last week I called it Christianese, but I don't know if I want to continue calling it that because I feel I'm going to be talking, this is where we give some like spiritual scripture. And I'm not only going to be talking about things that are directly from the Bible, just anything that has to do with the spirit. So I don't know. I think I might change the name, but let's get into it. So this week I was listening to Oprah's Super Soul Conversations podcast. Shout out to my girl Kathy Boo who put me on. Ever since she put me on this podcast, my life has been a forever changed. Like my third eye is open. I feel so present and I feel like if you guys haven't checked it out, you should check it out. Go in there, see what catches your eye. And especially if you're on the journey of self-discovery and walking into your purpose, I really think that it helps when you're dealing with you making mistakes and trying to learn to keep on keeping on. And just personally, even for myself, looking back at the amount of growth I've made, even within the space of a year, well, not even a year, like a couple of months, um, since when I started listening to this, maybe about January, just the amount of spiritual growth um, and mental growth that I've made within myself is insane. So... Like Lady Gaga says, take small bites of bravery every day and definitely get into the podcast. But what I learned from um, this conversation that she had with Jewel Pastor, is it Joel Austin? Anyway, however you say that man's name, Oprah had, um, had quoted um, a writer called Billy Graham. 
And the quote was, The will of God will not take us where the grace of God cannot sustain us. I'm going to say that to you guys one more time. The will of God will not take us where the grace of God cannot sustain us. Now, this quote really stuck out and struck a chord with me because it has helped me have faith for the times ahead, the future, the unforeseen future that, you know, you cannot see because we only really have the present right now. Um, and it has helped me really just build myself up that no matter what I go through, whether I shall rise, whether I shall fall, God is always omnipresent. He has always been there, will always be there and always is here. You know what I'm saying? And he'll always be there to hold my hand. So right now, I've even sort of switched up my prayers a bit. Like now I pray to be present and to stay present, to do the work that I am supposed to do. Whatever it is that God has put me on this earth to do and living out my purpose. Those are the things I pray for now and bravery and also um, discernment. So even in my own personal journey, I have realized that it helps to share what you have learned because it helps keep the communication line open for you to receive blessings and to stay in tune with the God or spirit that lives within me, that lives within you, that lives in, in everybody in the entire world. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's our Christianese for now as we're going to talk it. I really, I don't know what to change his name to, but anyway, let's get into our president, AKA president of the week. We actually have a lot. I think we have one, two, three, four, five, six presidents this week now presidio is where we give flowers where flowers are due first up this week i wanted to say rest in peace and power to cameroonian artist manu um dibango who passed away in march now not only did he enjoy a career that spanned over six decades he also released 70 albums and you guys may be hearing about him for the first time this was news to me but this is definitely not the first time that you have actually heard his work um, he did a B-side, very famous B-side for the Africa Cup of Nations back in 1972 when the Africa Cup of Nations was hosted in Cameroon. Now, the song, you may ask, was his song Soul Makosa, which has been sampled over 125 times that we know of on record. Um, the vocals and the drums have been interpolated in various genres of music from reggae to hip-hop, pop, etc., etc. It's been sampled by artists such as Cool and the Gang, the Fugees, Patra, a tribe called Quest, Jennifer Lopez, um, Public Enemy, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, Eminem, Michael Jackson, Jay-Z, Beyonce at her, um, co- well, Beachella, Coachella, uh, Beachella, Coachella, Homecoming <laughs> performance, Rihanna and Kanye West. Now, if you are familiar with the phrase, Mama say, Mama, 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 Kusa, that is Somakosa by the one and only Manu Dibango. Rest in eternal peace and power. Also got to say rest in peace and power to legendary Nigerian drama Tony Allen. Alongside his work with African music icon Fela Kuti, he helped birth what we now today call as Afrobeat music. He did a joint album with South African jazz legend Hugh Masekela shortly before his passing um, at the age of 79. And he also has had a career that spanned over six decades. Now, he also developed a fusion of music that he called Afro-Funk, um, and even worked with Flea from American band Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, dream of Californication. Now, about a week ago, I think, The Roots drummer Questlove played a DJ set on his Instagram Live in honor of the artist. So if you are not familiar with Tony Allen's music and productions and you'd like to get into it, OK Africa actually did 16 songs that you have to check out by Tony Allen. It was a story written by, if I'm getting the name right, do not kill me. Sorry to this man and my good friend, Damola Durusumu. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And Namdi Okirike. Ah, nobody's going to get in my mission. It's going to finish me. But uh, yeah, do check it out on OK Africa. Also, let's move on over to Ghana. Got to say a special shout out to our president, Mr. Steve Frenchy, who is a, a young designer from Ghana. And he has recently had his pieces featured in Essence magazine for their 50th, for their 50th issue. And it was worn by the supermodel, legendary mother Naomi Campbell, and she actually shot um, her feature on her iPhone. I think it's like, it's like an iPhone, that one with the three cameras, no, that one, there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she also announced on her personal Instagram 
that Steve Frenchie was going to be going to work with Gucci for a year under their design fellowship program. So shout out to you, Steve Frenchie, and shout out to Mother Naomi Campbell for always putting the kids on. Since we are on the topic of fashion, there's a couple models that I wanted to shout out. First up, Otoa Kwame, who is a Ghanaian model that has modeled for nearly everybody in the industry right now. He's modeled for at Daily Paper, Fendi, Salvatore Ferragamo, Jacques Mousse, Off-White, Rick Owens, and the list goes on. He was recently featured by West African digital publication Debonair Afrique. And shout out to Debonair Afrique as well, who's been doing the damn things. They've been hosting these IG talks um, with different designers and creatives from around the world. But from let's talk about the ones on the continent first. Um, they've had CEO and head designer of Orange Culture, Adebayo, on. They've had living legend from South Africa, David Klale. Fun fact, I've actually modeled for... I think David Clay was one of the first designers or major designers that I modeled for back in maybe 2011, 2010, somewhere there when I was modeling way back when. And it was a really fun experience. I remember people used to tell so many stories about, oh my gosh, it's so difficult to work with him. He's such a diva. But for me, he was super f professional was very driven, knows exactly what he wants, and it was just a great experience to work with him. So shout out to Otawa Kwame. And also shout out to Maxwell Anno, who people do not talk about enough, who's another Ghanaian model that is modeled for like Burberry and everybody else. So shout out to the two of them. And I mean, since we're talking about Ghanaian models, gotta talk about my girl, Ghanaian American model, Mami Ajay, um, who's currently on the digital edition of Glitz Africa magazine. And she's also modeled for or been on the cover of Debonair Afrique. She, for people who might not know, was Miss Maryland in America a couple years ago. And she was also placed top five in the Miss USA pageant and competed in America's Next Top Model. Um, she's currently starting a charity foundation and she's part of a collective called New Noir, which spotlights women from within the arts from across the diaspora. So shout out to her. Always, always doing amazing work and such a fun time to hang out with. And last but not least, my girl, Rosalind Ashka, who is a Ghanaian model, TV and radio personality. Um, she was part of the top five of Africa's Next Top Model. And she is currently somewhere in the world um, on quarantine. She's also a photographer. You guys should check out her work um, on Instagram. And she has a page called Shot by Ashka, if you want to check it out. But she has modeled also with a bunch of really notable brands, such as Absa, uh, Userin, Mr. Price, Levi's, the list goes on. Okay, so those are our six presidents, a.k.a. presidues, this week. And... Hey, we also have a little bit of gist to get through. It's kind of... Is it a lot? Not really. This time, it's not much. There's a lot of reviews I want to do. Like, we're going to talk about a lot of albums and projects that have dropped because there's so many... Like, there's one that I cannot wait to discuss with you guys. And we'll get there in a little bit. But first... Shall we gist? Okay, let's get into... Oh, sorry, guys. I'm literally recording this part for, like, the third time now. Because I've been sipping a little bit. My uncle made this mix of, like, he fermented apples, added yeast and sugar, and it's low-key just ticking me. But anyway, let's get into I Just. This is where we talk about everything that you guys have been talking about on the African internet and what you should be talking about. First up, Ghana's Three Music Awards. A video of the year went to a Ghanaian alt artist, Amare, who won for her David Nicolse-directed video, I Like It. If you guys have not seen it, you have to check it out. It is basically an underground red light district circus of curiosity. It's a great time. You've got to watch the video. And also shout out to creative wizard BZ Darko for doing impeccable art and set design. I saw her post this on um, her Instagram and she said, does that mean that she's the unofficial but official creative designer of the year in Ghana? Um, yeah, clearly the award is the receipt. Okay. Um, also... I want to say shout out to the three music awards because I feel like they low-key get it right out of many of the awards where I'm not too disappointed with some of the winners because I've seen that they have a lot of inclusion in terms of the veteran artists, the more established artists, and then like new generation artists. I think they really do give their flowers where the flowers are due. Yeah. Got to say shout out to um, Ifia who, aka Big Dragon, who won Best Female Vocal Performance for her collaboration with Sarkodie on Sarah, which is honestly one of my favorite songs since last year. Every time I listen to it, I play it back three times. Hip Life Song of the Year went to Kwamina MP for Amamfwa Girls. Producer of the Year went to MOG Beats. Best Performer of the Year went to Samini. And African Act of the Year went to Tenny. 
And on the topic of award shows, Shoma Josie just won favorite African star at the 33rd annual Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award for the second time in a row. She beat other artists in the category that include Shekinah from South Africa, as well as Kenyan singer Patricia Kihoro and Nigerian entertainer Tenny, who is still on our Apple Music, the playlist that you guys have got to check out. Moving on, but staying in South Africa, international TV personality, Grammy nominee, author and comedian Trevor Noah is personally paying the salaries of 24 crew members of The Daily Show during the COVID-19 pandemic. So shout out to you, Trevor Noah, for doing the damn things and for doing an incredible job on The Daily Show and literally everything that he does. Moving on, let's talk about some of my favorite people in the entire world. Have you guys seen the Ghanaian pallbearers that have been going viral? You know those videos when every time something bad is about to happen, it seems like someone's about to get into trouble, they're about to die or something like that. There's this video that shows up with these guys carrying the coffin with white gloves in suits, wearing glasses that are very extravagant, that has been getting millions of views all over the place. They've been featured by the Washington Post, Vice, the BBC Africa, and so forth. But they recently put a new video out titled Stay Home and Dance With Us. Now in this video, they're celebrating healthcare workers. And recently I saw a video on Instagram where it seems they have inspired a nightclub in Taiwan where the workers dress as the pallbearers to serve them their drinks. I would love to experience that. I feel like in the club in Ghana needs to do this. And I really hope that once it's safe to go inside the outside again, that they do like a worldwide tour either going to clubs or actually being pallbearers at people's funerals because I would book them for mine. If any of my friends are listening to this, hi, hello. Yes, I want to, I would want like a see-through, mirrorball, crystal, diamond-looking coffin. Something, I don't know. Figure it out and book them. I don't know what song y'all gonna pick, but they have to be dancing and carrying me because I feel like it'll be a fun time. And for people that might not know, fun fact, the song that they actually... Um, perform to is a song called Astronomer by an artist called Tony Iggy. Now this song has been interpolated and sampled by artists such as Azalea Banks on her song uh, Used to Being Alone of her Slazy EP. It's a really dope song. She has incredible vocals on there. You guys should check it out. And the gag is the song was also sampled by Iggy Azalea on her song My World. Hmm. Anyway, gotta say happy belated birthday to Ghanaian writer and music curator Sway Kid. He's honestly one of my favorite writers on the continent. He writes for and is CEO of music, art, and culture blog, called Art Blog. <laughs> See what he did there? Which highlights Ghana and beyond. He recently did an article on Ghanaian superstar EL, Joey B, and Papi Kojo's track, um, All Black. Well, really, the article was about Papi Kojo as a rapper, but that was the most standout part for me. It was such an excellent article. Um, Sway Kid is like my complex magazine or maybe Pigeons and Planes writer for Africa. I honestly think he's that good. I might be hyping him a little bit, but that's just how I feel, okay? He also curates for uh, the Bloom Boomplay music streaming platform in Ghana, which actually supports a lot of creatives. They recently collaborated with Kuvi for his IG producer battle that he did with Keso slash Magnum. So happy birthday again to you, Sway Kid. But it seems that the IG producer battles are still on because Jamaican uh, reggae dancehall artist Vibes Cartel just went up against Wizkid. Now, recently, a battle of hits tagged NS10 versus 10 was trending on Twitter, was put together by a Twitter user identified as There Is No Signal. Okay, so it was 10 tracks by Wizkid and 10 tracks by Vibes Cartel. Now, according to the organizer, the show is aimed at highlighting which of the artists has the highest number of commercially successful songs to their credit. And a bunch of celebrities chimed in as well. Everybody was watching it. Even British rapper Steph London was showing her support for Vibes Cartel while her alleged boyfriend, Burner Boy, and his family were obviously Team Wizkid because hello. Niger Hive, obviously. And basically, the people had to vote. Now, Nigeria won, as in Wizkid won, because you know Nigerians will show out, which is appreciated. But Vibes Cartel, who is currently in prison, said that he didn't have enough time to inform his fan base of the battle. Now, for people who may not know, Vibes Cartel in 2011 was charged with the murder of a man by the name of Clive Williams. Apparently, Clive Williams' body was never found, and Vibes Cartel will be eligible for a parole in 2046 but we're here to talk about the music now jams that they selected by Wizkid was no lele the matter jaye jaye kana tease me slow down soko 
Parkumo, Dondal, and Ojure Legba. And by Vibes Cartel, they had Real Badman, One Man, Business, Now Let's Go, Virginity, Touchdown, Day Rave, Bicycle, Beg Your Fuck, and Don't Run. Now, looking at this list, I was like, so where is Fever by Vibes Cartel in here? Why do you think he didn't win the battle? Because there was no Fever. Why would you not put Fever in his top 10? I just, I don't understand. I don't. I Make it make sense to me. And even with Wizkid, I don't know if Kana should have been in there because Kana is one of my personal favorite uh, Wizkid songs. Like, I still have it in my playlist up to now. But... I would have rather gone with maybe Samba or One Dance, which was an international hit, or even Come Closer, do you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, anyway, shout out to Wizkid for winning that battle. Moving on, gotta say a special shout out, and I wanted to talk about this last week, but I completely forgot. Gotta say shout out to African music lifestyle platform, I Muller. Um, they recently teamed up with music blog Hamatan Rain and urban clothing brand Free the Youth for an event that they called Couchsville. Now, this was a two-day IG live concert that was highlighting artists from Kenya to Cameroon to Ghana to eh, Ariganya. Wow. I'm oh, sorry, the drink is sticking me a bit. Artists from Kenya, Cameroon, Ghana, and so forth. Think Afrochella, but on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Sound like fun? If you guys want to check out uh, some of the performances you might have missed, I think they have one on their IG TV. And I think it's also available on YouTube. Their handle is at the Imola. And that's it for the gist. In a minute, we're going to get into the reviews. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this next project. You have no idea. There's an EP I'm super excited to talk about. Okay, stay tuned. Okay? And get your pen and paper, because now this is where you can take some notes on what you're going to add to your playlist and things and things. Okay? Okay. Okay, shall we review? First up, there's an EP that I've been meaning to talk about on the podcast for the longest time. Well, by the longest time, I mean like three days. <laughs> And it is called Vivid Emotions by an artist called Naya Akanji and Lamar Abdul. Naya, thank you so much to you or your team, whoever sent me this project. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is so good. It is so good. It is only four tracks, but ugh. I literally posted this on my Instagram story um, talking about I can't wait to review this and we've got to get into it. Because I had already decided on the albums and EPs that I was going to uh, review for this episode but then i was just i saw somebody post about this we'll talk about that i saw somebody post one of her songs and i was like oh yeah this is sitting in my email let me go have a listen and i did and thank god i did okay so first track of vivid emotions is eyes on you this song is giving me haunting desire intense yet passionate r&b it is so good and is honestly one of my favorite tracks this week I low-key want to do a remix. Like, Lamar Abdul and Naya Akanju are such a good... Um, have such a good artist-producer relationship. They're such... They complement each other so well. They're such a perfect um, companions for each other musically. Think... You know the days of Aaliyah and Timberland or Janet Jackson and um, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis or even recently, like, Drake and 40 or maybe Gaga and Red One. Do you know... Where artists and producer just work hand in hand and they both just get each other. Naya Akanji and Lamar Abdul. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I love this track so much. Eyes on you. <sighs> I honestly think, you, you know what? If anybody is aware of an artist called, sorry, a producer called Lamav, yeah? He has a project out called Gold, I believe. That is another one of my favorites. Lamav, can somebody please send him this project? He's got to listen to it. And like Naya, Lamav, like, let's do it. Remakes, like, I want to do it. It's so good. It's so good. But uh, I'll leave your artist, your art, artistry for you. Okay. Moving on. Second track, Company. This song, too. So, so good. I think it also has a lot of great European crossover appeal. And Lamar Abdul, again, bro, on production, just giving me the damn things. He was giving me... um. There is a duo, an artist duo called Red Red, that is um, DJ Elo 
and Mensa from the FOKN Boys. They have a song called Finders Keepers that I really love. And this song Company was giving me that kind of vibe. Although I did feel that it ended a bit prematurely for my liking. And then when you listen to the song on where I listened to it on Apple Music, the last 20 seconds were just silence. I don't know. Maybe they uploaded it wrong or there was something wrong with my system. But I think it could be because they are possibly leaving space for a dance remix, EDM remix or something of the sort. Anyway, moving on to the third track, Ungrateful. I felt this. And even more so because the subject matter is something that we can all relate to. The song is about basically when you give your all to someone and they don't reciprocate. Yeah, that's it. If it's going to get you in your feelings, I warn you now. Okay, um, I loved the song, super dope, loved the vocal production on it, top, top, top. I cannot wait to see her. I really want to see her perform this song live. And even I was singing along to the song halfway through because it just, it got me. Moving on to the final track, I know, so sad. It's called Set Me On Fire. This song is so good. I almost had tears in my eyes. Lamar Abdul, again, I need to meet this man. Something about the piano on that was giving me Claire Maguire vibes. Now, Claire Maguire, for people who may not know, is a singer that worked on Nicki Minaj's The Pink Print. She has a song on there called The Crying Game. The lady that sings the hook slash chorus on that song, that's Claire Maguire. And Claire Maguire released an EP, a self-titled EP, a quite a while ago and she has a song on there called whenever you're ready that gives me similar piano vibes on um, naya's track set me on fire and another reason why i love this project so much is because i felt that the album artwork went so perfectly with the content on the ep and it really just set the scene and got my mind in the right space to envision the sonics of it if that makes sense anyway Shall we get into it? What is the score? I bet you're dying to know. Now, I'm going to tell you this. When I first listened to the project, my initial reaction was to give it a 10 out of 10. I have no lies are told here. But because I like to sit with projects a little bit longer, I decided to give it a fair and very strong 8.2 out of 10, which now makes it officially the highest scoring project that we have done on the podcast so far. I fucking stan like yes this project was so good the only thing that i could have wanted that i feel they could have added to this was more because there's only four tracks and i know it's an ep i would have liked five just personally because i like odd numbers it's really just a personal thing and also i felt that some of the songs could have been a little bit longer like i've mentioned but i feel that it leaves space for remixes for there to be performance versions that are a little bit longer so i can play with instrumentation and the like but naya thank you so much for emailing this to me whether it was you your manager your pr whoever it is thank you so much for blessing me with this EP, Vivid Emotions, Naya Kanji, and Lamar Abdul, so, so good. Also gotta say shout out to uh, Clay the Mogul, who's an artist, manager, event guru, marketing executive, um, for posting it. We're gonna talk about him a little bit later, but, whew, Naya, babes, you got something. Oh, I completely forgot. Add to playlist the songs that you need to get. So if you're not gonna get the entire EP, the ones that you absolutely have to put in your playlist now set me on fire and eyes on you which i've already told you eyes on you is my absolute favorite song right now and is of course available in the playlist okay now let's move on to an album that i've been supposed to review for the past two weeks darker vibes debut album called pan logo first track is available um which was giving me very r&v vibes definitely probably produced by kuvi and it reminds me of Darko's earlier work. If you guys get into the song, it is best served late at night. I'm glad I listened to the song. Second track, Emotional. It's this cool mid-tempo, high-life, hip-life kind of jam. Third track is one of my favorites. It's called Sister Cece. It's a dance jam. And now getting into the song, I understand why the album took so long. Um, and I can't imagine the amount of music that he must have listened to and the musical headspace he must have been into get here because i could totally see chain smokers doing a remix of this song it reminds me of um Ghanaian artist becca's song steady with ice prince from nigeria which was produced by queso and i suspect that uh nikwe from the musical lunatics pulled some strings 
on that guitar that you hear in this song. I added the song immediately to my playlist and I appreciated the Ga High Life that he had towards the end of the track. Really, again, one of my favorite songs on the album so far. Next up was Math Set. Of course, you knew there was going to be some R2Bs on here. The song features living legend Mugis, who always sounds so, so good, especially on Kill Beats Productions. And I realized getting into the song and this album that Darko is actually much more of a lover than people perceive his image to be. I feel like on stage he looks loud, but he really is like a marshmallow on the inside. Also, another thing that I appreciated on this song was the guitar solo to Fade Out, which again, I suspect was Mikwe. I know he's wick a little too well. Anyway, up next was Fama Me. I didn't really need the song. I think the vocals on the bridge were nice, but I think it might have worked better on a major laser song for some reason. I'm... Like, something about the bridge or the chorus on here was giving me, uh, Watch Out For This, Bumaye, by Major Lazer. I don't know if the song could be repurposed for that, but yeah, otherwise I wasn't really here for it. It just, it, I, I didn't really see it for this song. Next up was Different, and uh, I think, okay, so here's what I got from this song. I think it's very interesting how Darko uses his hip life, high life, reggae and trap influences especially vocally and how he writes his lyrics but different mm, i don't know again not one of my favorite tracks on the album although we're getting into the good stuff so stay with me next up is mike tyson this is where the tempo kicks up a bit and i actually prefer this song as a part of the album more than I did when it came out as a solo a single. Now the song features the owner of 2016 Summer and December, Runtown. So you know you gotta get into it. Next up is Stay Woke and if you live in Ghana and you haven't heard the song by now, clearly you live under a rock. It is an absolute banger and it features vocal, lyrical and performance god Stoneboy who has a new album out and a new single that features Kerry Hilson. We'll talk about it. A little bit later. Next up is Comforter. And this song, again, it feels like a little bit of an idea of a song and not quite a finished song or a filler. I didn't really need it. But it is at this point in the album that I realized that I get the feeling that Darko Vibes has actually given us a low-key R&B album. And I'm not mad. It's just my only problem with the album so far is that a lot of the songs that I felt were fillers were sounding too similar and I didn't really care for them on the album, but everything else, great. Anyway, next up is Inna Song, aka Gin and Lime, which was actually featured on Apple Music's Africa Now radio show with Ebro Darden. The song has actually grown on me and I think King Promise was the absolute perfect person to put on here. I think he did a stellar job. And whether you like it or not, you are going to hear this song on the streets of Accra, Kumasi, everywhere until December and beyond. Next up is Confirmed, which was a pleasant surprise. As soon as the beat dropped, I knew it was Queso. The song sounds very early 2000s R&B pop, but told in a CGI slow-mo dance leather sequence storyline. Does that make sense? It'll make sense when you listen to the song. And I feel like people with taste would really like the song. So uh, do check it out. Uh, next up was Wish Me Luck, which I thought was nice. I think that this track actually could have replaced some of the earlier tracks uh, that I felt were fillers. But shout out to whoever is doing ad-libs at the end of the song. I really liked. It sounded almost like either... Darko gonna have to tell me if I'm wrong. Either Zipporah Dixon or Chobi. Somebody please let me know. I think it was it was one of the two of them. Um, last but one was Come My Way. And this song, again, sounds like an idea of a song. And I didn't really like it when it came out initially. And I still don't really like it. Again, it sounds like a transition or an album filler. But anyway, the last track is called Medase. And I think Medase, <laughs> look out to my life. It's called Midasi, and I think people will really like it. Definitely produced by Kuvi, you do not even have to tell me. And this song sounds like a Sunday afternoon at Labadi Beach in Accra. Chewing Chichinga. I like it. And I thought the thank yous at the end were a very nice touch. Now, 
Once I realized that this was the close of the album, yeah, I kind of wish that Darko would have sacrificed uh, a couple of the tracks that I felt were fillers and thrown in tomorrow as a bonus on the end, especially for people who are going to be listening to this album internationally, because I think tomorrow, not only for him as an artist and Kuvi as a producer, is not even a new generation classic song i think it is a Ghanaian classic and i would have appreciated for tomorrow to just get like its little extra bit of shine on the album but overall i felt the album was it was like a neat whiskey as opposed to the red bull darker vibes that you see on stage i think people might be so distracted by and i'm saying this i mean all of this positively okay because i feel like people can misunderstand me I think that people might be so distracted by Darko Vibes' um, thundering performances that they fail to notice, and even I hadn't really noticed, to be honest, that he's actually quite sentimental in his lyrics and delivery. I think it's because in his packaging as an artist, he doesn't seem like your typical lover boy. But what I think will be really interesting to see is him turn these emotional mid-tempo jams into like thundering sweaty raging you know as he's known for in his performances so all around i would say pretty good job i understand why the album took so long although again i think some of the um what i felt were the album fillers sort of got in the way and hmm what is the score i think i will give it a 7.2 out of 10 Simply because of the fillers. I really think if he had taken out the tracks that I felt were fillers, it would have been um, the perfect project for him as a debut. And I guess we're not getting the placebo EP. I will just let it go. It's all right. At least the singles are still there for us. But um, shout out to Darker Vibes. I really appreciated seeing this side of him. And I'm curious to see what he's going to do next. Um, songs you have to Add to playlist. Get your pen and paper. You gotta write this down or just open up your Apple Music while you listen to this. Sister CC, have to get it. Confirmed, have to get it. And available for all of those. Hey! So when you're lying in bed and you're remembering what she has done to you or what she has done to you in the middle of the night and you're just thinking too much. And I also would have said gets in a song, aka Gin and Lime, but the thing is you're going to hear it when you go out all the time anyway, so you can just be jamming. And it's also in the mix list, but we'll talk about that one a little bit later. Anyway, shall we do one more? Nigerian crooner Oranya has finally released his debut EP, Imperfect. I think it came out about a month ago, so I've been spinning this for quite a while. And I'm looking at my notes now, and clearly I was in my feelings or something because... Bro, like it's about to get very irated, okay? So hold on to your dross. Okay, so the first track is called Bleeding, yeah? And the energy that I was getting from this song was kind of, I want to cry, but also slowly undress the satin lingerie of your sheer butter skin under candlelight. I don't know how else to describe it. That's just the energy that I got. That's what I wrote in my notes. I don't know what to tell you. I would have liked a saxophone after the last hook and for them to run the hook again. And I would have even appreciated some female ad-libs towards the end. Either maybe like Amare, Wavy the Creator. But I understand the EP is about him. So rightfully so, most of the tracks feature just him next up was wicked somebody for people who might be familiar with orania's music of course you've probably heard this song already but for you who may not know the song to me reminded me that r&b is still very much alive in afropop or afrobeat music or music of african origin and somehow even though i have heard this song before and i liked it i love it even more as part of the tape especially the light drums on it i liked Avia's melody on this because she features on the track and it was giving me so if you released a can i call it an ep it's not an album because it literally starts for it's not an album a project called tint which is this is not the album that's what tint stands for i think almost I can say four, five, maybe six years ago, 
this was giving me a feel from that era. And I really liked her ad-libs on this song. And I think the video for this song was absolutely perfect. Um, and the strings too that kept on peeking in towards the end, loved it. Imperfect is the next track, and this track actually sounded like a diary entry or a journal entry. It was, you know when, I don't know if some of you have experienced this before, or you've probably seen this in movies. You know when you're dating like a quiet, sort of sensitive lover that you met in a coffee shop or a bookstore, and you guys spend like weekends under the moonlight by the sea with low lights and deep wine, and it's just very easy love? That's the sound. Yep. I think every pregnancy, I mean every performance <laughs> that Aranya does of the song afterwards could be very intimate, even if it's on a large stage. I feel if his fan base grows to understand him, this is one of the songs that they would appreciate because it sounds like a swirling soft cloud of velvet. That's what I wrote in my notes. I don't know what to tell you. This is the kind of song that I could see him perform acoustically, sitting on a wooden stool with cables all over the place, on top of an embroidered rug. You get the vibe I'm going for, like an unplugged, distant, distant. Anyway, next up is Luna. The song actually, I don't think was bad. Um, I think though it could have been, or it can be evolved into a soft house jam to expand the overall sound of the EP. Think, um, hmm. If you guys are familiar with Sina Soul, she has this remix out called 1201, the ADM remix. And I feel if Luna could adopt that, it would be absolutely perfect. Anyway, next track is one of my favorites. It's called Don't Leave Me, and it's basically about being in a situationship, which I think everybody can relate to. I absolutely loved his ad-libs on the song. And what I think would have been really interesting is if he had allowed for like a reggae outro on the end of the song. Even though the song is previously released, I enjoyed having it on the EP. And finally, we have Serenade, which I thought was a great closing to the EP. I thought it was a nice reminder of how Oranya has grown as an artist from this track to the rest of the project. And even the rap that he did, I'll allow it. I thought the laugh that he did at the end was hilarious. And him dragging that lets it all in. A say, as in, what do you mean? Dirty boy, look at his face. But I would have liked the beat to roll in and out one more time. Considering that this song was my introduction to Oranya as an artist, I do actually think that Wicked Somebody might be the fan favorite. I think that if he is to be doing a performance, for example, and he does Wicked Somebody, he's like, okay, guys, thank you, I'm going, bye bye, that's it. And then they're calling for an encore. I think Serenade would be the perfect encore to close off a performance with. But anyway, for you guys who are going to be checking out this EP, this is definitely what you want to put down when you're winding down after a long day or you're having an intimate dinner with your significant other or if you're doing a little self-love, self-care by yourself, you know, you just showered, you made some tea, oiled up your body from head to... <clears throat> Yeah, I think this is the perfect project for you guys to put on. And, hmm, shall we do it? What is the score? I think I will give it a clean 6.7 out of 10. I can tell that he took his time on this project and it shows. And obviously, I mean, I did my research. I saw on his Instagram, he wrote a nice little epistle about how he is very much what seems like a perfectionist and you can clearly tell from this project that he put in the work for anyone who's going to listen to this i'm gonna say it once and once only this is the kind of album or ep project whatever you have you that you don't have sex to okay don't be mm -mm. this is the kind of project that you make love to okay <laughs> But anyway, uh, let's finish it off. Add to playlist that you have to do right now. Wicked Somebody featuring Efia. And definitely, definitely don't leave me. Okay, and that's it for Shall We Review. We're going to take a quick break and then we shall wrap up the podcast. Hello, hi. So this is where we say shout outs to our prospective advertisers and sponsors who can contact us at Official Kwame on Instagram and Twitter. Or you can send us an email at info.officialkwame at gmail.com. Okay, let's close the show. 
Okay, now we get into your broadcast this week, aka Anti B. This is not like the fake book news that you read or those nonsense WhatsApps that your family's members be sending to you. This is news you actually need. First up, Netflix has launched its Made in Africa collection, which is running throughout the month of May in conjunction with Africa Month. The collection features over 100 titles that were made right here on the African continent and includes... Uh, movies and series such as South Africa's Queen Sono, which I've been meaning to check out, starring Pearl Tusi, The Wedding Party from Nigeria, also Genevieve Naji directed film Lionheart, Academy Award nominated film Tsotsi, and some familiar titles such as Beast of No Nation, Blood Diamond, and a series I've been meaning to check out called Jovicho. Netflix, this is the second, maybe third time we're talking about you on this platform. Hi, come buy some ad space, bro. I seize you. Anyway, um, attention all entrepreneurs and creatives. Listen up. This is for you. MailChimp is giving away free .coms for five years. MailChimp is helping small businesses get online quickly during the COVID-19 crisis with their custom domains free for five years, along with their free website builder until May 31st, 2020. That means you have until the 31st of May, this very month, to get that website that you've been wanting to do for your business, your products, whatever it is you want. Or if you've been trying to set up a .com for the website, get a URL, MailChimp is giving it to you free for five years. You have from now until May 31st. You have heard me. <clears throat> Moving on to the playlist, which is an Apple Music uh, playlist created and curated by me. I've updated and added some new jams for you guys. First up, Damn Daniel by British Ghanaian Queen of Pop, Brie Runway. She recently did a sold-out world tour on Instagram Live. So lit. She was giving me wig, fan, live microphone, dance breaks, visuals. And she even had a guest appearance by Young Baby Tate, who features on her track Damn Daniel. Um, she also performed some of my personal favorite songs and fans and stands of Brie Runway, such as All Night and Ape Shit. I honestly think that she's got next. She's like the new pop rap superstar that is about to take over the world. And I love to see it even more because she's Ghanaian. Okay, next up in there, a nominate. I've been meaning to talk about this song. It is by Ghanaian superstar Stoneboy and it features Kerry Hilson. I know what you're thinking. Odd pairing, right? But I absolutely love the song. It is one of the best African slash American collabos to come out in recent times. And I think they sound so, so, so good together. It's a great song. And I think they have great vocal chemistry. I mean, who would have thought? And apparently this is Miss Cara Baby's first international release in a decade. This is after her debut album, um, In a Perfect World, and her sophomore album, No Boys Allowed, which I really, 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 really loved. Um, fun facts about Carrie Hilson. Now, this I've known for a while because, you know me, I like to get into deep into who produced it, who was the writer, where did they record it, what was the inspiration, I'm that kind of person. Hence the podcast. But um, one fact that people don't really know about Carrie Hilson is that she has co-written... And done backing vocals for a lot of your favorite artists on a lot of the songs that you guys still sing to now. Such as the iconic Britney Spears jam, Give Me More. She also was on Big Brother Africa a couple years ago. This is when everybody had or wanted the Carrie Hilson haircut, which I think is still in fashion. Um, around the time that Knock Me Down came out. And I feel like they still play Knock Me Down in clubs in Ghana. So they might as well book her to come and do a show. I would go because she has a lot of jams that I really like. Now, earlier this week, I was reading an interview that Stoneboy did for OK Africa that was written by my good online, well, fr fellow industry friend, Namdi. Oh, hey, wow, he's going to kill me. I'm sorry, sir, I'm about to butcher your surname again. Okereke. Is that how you say it? Okereke? Maybe I'm just saying it's just a little bit of spice. But Nambi wrote an article for OK Africa where he interviewed Stoneboy. And Stoneboy said that he was looking for an American feature to put on the album because he does play a lot of shows in there. He has a lot of um, Western support for his music. And usually he's only worked with, I think, um, African artists and Jamaican artists. So Kerry Hilson is not someone that apparently was at the top of his list, but as God would have it, they connected and now we have the beautiful song that is nominated, that is off his uh, new album called An Loga Junction. 
Funny enough, as I was listening to this, I couldn't shake the feeling that I would really want to hear Carrie Hilson on something with Nigerian artist Shay Shay. I'm such a big Shay Shay fan, and I think the two of them would sound really good together. I think even this song, before I've even gotten into the full album, is a strong 8 out of 10. Um, and top quality video. It's kind of song that you put on when you're making brunch or cleaning the house, when it's just you or you and your boo. Get into it. It's it's in the playlist. Also, next up, DRB finally has released their debut album. After the, Apparently, this album has been 10 years in the making. Now, I haven't fully gotten into it yet, but I've listened to a couple of the tracks. One of my favorites on there right now is called Softly. And, of course, I've put it in the playlist for you guys. Speaking of Nigeria, let's slide on over to this one. Sudden by Techno is a new song that he put out recently that discusses corruption and poverty in Africa during the COVID-19 um, pandemic. And it's a sad but sweet song. I think it's this kind of song that you play at around twilight. Yeah? I don't know why. It just it gives me that kind of vibe. And Techno has always been one of my favorite um, producers and artists on the continent. I mean, ask Billie Eilish. She knows. Also, within the playlist, I kept some Ray Vanny and Diamond Platinums in there, Tetema and JJ, because they're still two of my favorite songs. So if you guys have not get it, got it yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. You use Apple Music, but you haven't subscribed to the playlist. It's there for you. Just go to my Instagram, at official Kwame, or just look for me on Twitter. It's a bit there. Um, hmm. More broadcast, Prince KB from South Africa is going to be releasing a new track June 15th, which is his birthday. It is called Urongo, and I cannot wait. The little snippet that he posted on his Instagram sounded dope. So, yeah. Hmm. One more to go before we wrap up the show. Let's get into your reading list this week. This week it comes from a Nigerian Thai model, a businesswoman, correspondent, a favorite of Karl Lagerfeld. May he rest in peace. Rihanna, ID Magazine, Chanel. I could go on and on. Adesua wrote an article for British Vogue. Well, Adesua Agewi. I think that's how you say her surname. Baby girl, if I said it wrong, please don't butcher me. <laughs> she wrote an article for British Vogue on the reality of the COVID-19 pandemic as it relates to different classes of people in Nigeria and how she and other creatives such as Runtown, uh, Shayun Kuti and stylist Ugo Mozi are helping out in their communities. Shout out to my girl Adeswa. If you guys want to check it out, make sure you go to my Instagram or my Twitter and just click on the highlight reel that says the reading list to be there for you. And that brings us to the end of the show. Next up, we're going to be discussing Joey B's Lava Feels project. He says it's not an EP. He says it's not an album. He says it's not a mixtape, but... I've been trying to avoid the initial reaction reviews that people have been tweeting about because I want to get into it for myself. Sit with, sit with it for a bit. And then next week, we shall get together and discuss, yeah? But that brings us to the end of another exciting episode of Can We Talk? The podcast. Of course, I will see you guys again. Well, hear you guys again. Discuss and just with you guys again. Next week, Saturday, because Saturdays are for Kwame. Special shout out to Akrami Day for holding us, hosting us and holding us down on the platform. We appreciate you. To God be the glory. See for thanks. Bye-bye.